This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. He shakes off a couple of pitches, now ready, and fires at a curve, freezes Otani. He's got to look it. How about that performance by Zach Jackson? Ward pops up on one pitch, then he strikes out Trout and Otani standing by the side of the road. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278 as the Athletics lose their ninth in a row. And the Houston Astros come to town and get, take game one of the three-game set, 5-2. to two. We'll get to your phone calls at 833-625-2278. And we will get Vince Catronio out of there before the fireworks start popping. Maybe, Vince, you stick around and watch the fireworks. I've seen more than my fair share of fireworks, Townie. I've, I've done it with my kids that were much younger, and now they're in their late 20s. So I, I think I've seen my share of fireworks, but nobody does it better. It's not even close. Fans come down on the field, the longer shows. I mean, I've seen them around the country, and, I mean, you're talking about like an eight-minute show some places, and they think that's great. It's like, dude, have you not been to the Coliseum? It lasts for like 25 minutes, and it's full of great music, great sounds, and great energy. And like I said, nobody does it better than what they do here at the Coliseum when it comes to the fireworks. And the fact that, at least in the big leagues, they allow everybody to come down right. on the field. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's really unique, and that's something that, you know, we probably don't sell enough because what it must mean for any kid, even if they don't get to run the bases, which they do on Sundays here, but if, if you're here on a Friday night and you just get to touch the grass and see the dugout and just see Clay's grounds crew getting the field ready for the next game, it's special. That never happened when I was a kid. You never got to be on the field. Like, no, ne- like, no. like I guess there's there's running the bases on Sundays, but actually roaming around the field, being on the field, rolling a blanket out, hanging out with your parents, that never happened. Yeah, and, and the reason we're spending so much time talking about fireworks is the A's have lost their ninth game in a row, and they've got to find a way to, to get one and just kind of get that feeling back. I mean, Townie, this is really, I mean, the road trip, they lost every game, and they were in six of the seven games. And, you know, keep on talking about games that are competitive is not what they're looking for. They, they need to take that next step. I was trying to do everything I can to stay away <laughs> from the game. I understand and you, that. And you brought the car back. <laughs> well, unfortunately, we have to we have to deal with the realities sometimes. And uh, the realities were, you know, tonight was one of those nights. Then you feel like the third inning was where, you know, things that happened in that in that third inning were plays that you thought should have been made or could have been made. That's the difference in a, a force James Caprillion to, you know, ask him to get five or six outs in an inning against that lineup is is not fun. Rate is outing for me. What would you think? I, I thought he, you know, his stuff is is a little bit shorter than it was before. You know, his his velo is down to made that he 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 sees himself on the mound. He's not concerned. I, I want to say concerned, right word, but he. He's out there. He knows what he has, and he feels like he can compete with that. He's always been, uh, like I've told him, I said, you're a foxhole guy. I mean, you're a guy that, that I think a lot of, you know, a lot of s- staffs and rotations would like to have that kind of guy uh, on their club, and I think James is in that category. 
and I, you know, balls, the contact wasn't that hard. I mean, Alex Bregman should have been 0 for 2 by the time he came up in the fifth inning. He was 2 for 2 with two singles and two runs scored. And, you know, the fly ball that he hit, the fly ball that Tucker hit, when things are going the way that they have in the past here and they go for good teams, those plays are made. And that's what's discouraging. What was encouraging tonight was that the A's bullpen just ran the table. And that's encouraging. Esther Ruiz now playing. I don't know if you noticed, he played a little shallower now. He made that great catch on the sinking line drive off the bat of Maldonado. That's something they want to see more of. We noticed that in Seattle as well. So there's some growth there. And unfortunately, Tony, with a club that's 10 and 43, you're you're trying to find different avenues of success that you can talk about and build on and hope that there's more that's going to surround it to where you start talking about, hey, they've won, you know, three out of four or five out of seven and something like that and not worry about where they are from 30,000 feet because if you do that, you're going to be really frustrated. And he's, he reiterated that again yesterday in a team meeting. we got to focus on at-bats, innings, and games and not worry about the bigger stuff we have to worry about today and today had some moments but not enough yeah i think i got an idea how that can happen you want to know how i'm all ears tony you you what i like about you you seem to have most of the answers and that's encouraging stay tuned you keep listening i'll give it to you right here on the a's clubhouse show have a good night buddy we'll talk to you tomorrow sounds great tony so long the number 833-625-2278 your phone calls next as we get you ready and got to get everybody out of there before the fireworks i i actually have to leave because i can't hear you during the fireworks but i'm in a safe location let's get her going 833-625-2278 the a's clubhouse show right here on a's cast and the a's radio network like sports business is about winning championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win and that's why there's ubo business services specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows managing documents and providing the best in class office technology make your championship decision with ubo business services visit them at ubeo.com that's ubeo.com Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Now through June 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. Big right-hander goes to work. It's a high chopper over the glove of the third baseman, Bregman. And Esther Ruiz is aboard. And here we go. Ruiz with a leadoff base hit. Snaps a little 0 for 10. He leads the majors with 26 steals. He's been caught three times. And we'll see how... Hunter Brown and the Astros handle this. The rookie record for stolen bases is 66, held by Kenny Lofton back in 1992 with Cleveland. A huge lead for Ruiz. He stays as the pitch is in on Ryan Noda for ball one. And at this stage in that 92 campaign, Kenny Lofton had only 21 steals. Ryan Noda, 232 against the league, four homers, 14 RBIs. Runner goes to the second base. It's going to be late. 
And then with a stolen bases, Ruiz, number 27. He may not be done yet. This is A's Clubhouse. All righty, the number is 833-625-2278. You know it's a rough night when you have a stolen base and a home run to play. And that's it. Let's go to Mike in Texas. Lead us off tonight, Mike. You are on the A's Clubhouse show. What's going on, County? When I talked to you last week, I told you I was going to see Midland tonight, play Corpus Christi, and you told me to give you a call and let you know how that went. They won 5-4 to four tonight, and I got to see all the best prospects play, even the best pitcher, Ryan Cusack. They won Had it look. No- oh, man, they look good. That Brett Harris, the young lady you had on from the Athletic on Wednesday mentioned all these guys, and uh, they look really good. That third baseman, Brett Harris, he was really good. Cusack tonight was five innings pitched, three hits, three earned runs, four walks, four strikeouts, and 88 pitches. Uh, Lawrence Butler looked great. And I was lucky enough to talk to Bobby Crosby for about 10 minutes before the ball game. He was great really? enough to talk to me. Oh, yeah, Bobby talked to me. It was great. Yeah. Um, and we talked about a bunch of things. But I mentioned, I said, I wouldn't be surprised to see Harrison Butler in uh, green and gold by the end of the season. He just turned and smiled at me. He didn't say anything, but he just gave me a big smile. And didn't he didn't want to give anything away. But, uh, yeah, they Lawrence Butler in center field looks great. Harris at third base looks really smooth. And that kid Harnays, uh, the shortstop, he looks really good. Uh, yeah, uh, Clark, he was designated. He wasn't hitting any outfield tonight, but he he did well. But, uh, yeah, it, it was impressive to watch. They look really good. But the one thing that really got me going today was this, is I saw the rendering of the new stadium. And I was hoping they would do three things. It looks like they're going to keep the foul territory from the Coliseum. And if you look out at the right field bleachers, it looks, it has a really similarity to Shide Park and that overhang there in the right field seats. Because they said they were trying to incorporate a lot of things from the A's culture and from their, their history. Looks like a beautiful stadium. And what I did tell Bobby Crosby is these guys here ought to smile because with that new stadium, we're going to get to keep those guys. We will have the money, and these will be our future if they're playing for us. And he agreed with me on that. Everything's saved. Well, let's hope. <laughs> you go down to middle and see one game, they drop renderings, we're saved. Now, I don't know if we're saved, but there is a future there. Well, there definitely is future down there, and her her who we pick, who the Athletics picked up for Cole Irvin, as you got to see him, as he looked yes. like I. Who is this guy? Well, you look at his numbers. I mean, he's been hitting around oh three. God. He's been hitting around three forty. His OPS is what well, his OPS. Uh, I'm looking right now. He's at three forty three with an OPS of nine thirty. Uh, you know, <laughs> you start looking around. What's up? I can tell you what he I can tell you what he did tonight. He had he was one for four uh with a strikeout, two flyouts, and a single. Yeah, and you start thinking about this young group and and that's gonna kinda where kinda be where I'm gonna go in tonight about what I think how, how you truly can get this thing this season feeling a lot better. But I'm glad you gave me a call, so 
I'm glad you got to talk to Bobby too, because Bobby's a solid guy, and Bobby's oh. definitely going to be a big part of this organization for a long time. Great conversation. He was very cordial. He was. It was fun. We had a good laugh. Um, I reminded him that I saw him when he debuted with the A's at the Coliseum, and he was shocked. <laughs> He's not a young man anymore like he used to be. Yeah, well, Tony, neither am I. I'm an old geezer. I mean, I haven't seen the A's since 1971, so, you know. <laughs> there's nothing if he stands next to me he still looks young let's put it that way oh i love it though hey thank you for the phone call you have a great night take it easy townie we'll talk to you later take care the number 833-625-2278 you know i've thought about this now for a while and you know you're looking staring nine losses in a row Memorial Day is coming up on Monday. And I know it's going to be something that's going to be really tough. But, and we're going to have David Forrest on Tuesday, the general manager. But as we always say, the first benchmark is Memorial Day. So where are you at the benchmark? You're at an historic pace of losing. And the reality is, most these guys, you're not going to be able to deal. Guys aren't there. I'm not buying it. I don't think people, as of right now, are coming for Aguilar. I don't think they're coming for Kemp. I don't think they're coming for Loriano. I just don't think so. And it's going to be a very tough day. But this, the decision is going to have to be made. That you have to say, all right, we have to finally do something we've never really wanted to do. And that's bite the bullet and do a full rebuild. This is not a full rebuild. Nine out of your 13 position players are 28 or older. Nine. 28 and older players, especially 30-year-old players. You've heard me mention it. I know you're tired of hearing it. But now it's really staring you in the eye. Playing guys in their 30s when you're 10 and 43 is not the right direction. And the A's through the years, when they have been good, they've had a lot of fortune of finding players from other organizations. Not built on their own players but built on a lot of other players that they the A's have been fantastic fi at finding gems in other people's organizations. Now you got to give credit where you had certain players like Olsen and Chapman, but still go up and down that lineup. Where did everybody come from? And right now you need players from your organization to work, going to find guys from other places. And that's what you're still built on. We're all excited about Ruiz. He's from somewhere else. Noda, somewhere else. Rooker, somewhere else. Loriano, Diaz, Peterson, all these guys from somewhere else. Your guys got to start working. That's how this team gets out of the darkness and gets into the light. 
I mean, you go through the 12, 13, 14 team, teams that were on the playoffs. I mean, got all these different moves and trades and, and, and pickups, and you bought this guy for cash, and it's just a hodgepodge of stuff that it worked. Where's Brandon Moss from? I don't care, but it works. You know, Josh Donaldson was a, you know, was a part of the Harden trade. What? What Harden trade? How long ago was that? How old is he? And he was a catcher. Now he's playing third. I mean, it crazy stuff, but it worked. I understand that. At this point, though, you're ten and forty-three. You lost nine in a row. Memorial Day's on Monday. And you got to say to yourself, how many more at-bats are you going to give veteran guys? How many more 0-for-4s? I don't want to call out any veteran guys. Guys, all of our guys are really good guys. They are. And I don't want to call them out. So I'm just going to just be like, how many more 0-for-4s? How many times can you see 200 to 160 before you say, I don't have J.J. Bladé in the lineup tonight. J.J. Bladé is not in the lineup tonight. You know, I, I mean, you got to have... you got to have a future going. And it's a tough decision to make. But unfortunately, a lot of the decisions that were made in the offseason that were made on... Veteran players, it has not worked. So do you just keep running the same playbook? The same script? I mean, we've seen it over and over and over and over and over again. It's 10 and and 43. Or do you say, you know what? I mean, you're not going to – everybody has taken their shot at this organization from a national perspective. Everybody's taking the shot. Doesn't matter anymore. Right? You've heard it from everybody. You've heard it from The Athletic. You've heard it from ESPN. You've heard it from everybody in baseball. Anywhere you go, any any, any, any of the places that you go for your resources, you can go to Buster Only's podcast. You Wherever you get your baseball stuff. Fan graphs. Everybody has taken their shot at, at you. So what's it going to matter at this point? To me, the young players going young and just saying, here we ride, gives you a better shot. Now, someone could say, well, you know, you go with all those young guys, man. You you get drilled. Well, where are they getting now? You... You're 10 and 43 now. Keep a, I'm not saying don't keep a veteran or two. I think keeping a Seth Brown would be smart to be with the kids. I think a Paul Blackburn with the kids would be smart. But I don't know how you get better with Blade on the bench and Jordan Diaz at AAA. And you will have to make that commitment at some point. Where's Geloff? Where's Soderstrom? Where you know you're going to have to make those calls, and and as he mentioned tonight, you know what point do you want to bring up Lawrence Butler? 
Everybody keeps saying, I mean, people are ranting and raving for this Brett Harris kid. Her nays. I mean, why not? Other people bring up people from double A. Why not? Let's see it. There's going to have to be something because right now you've lost nine straight. You're 10 and 43. Just something's got to give. And you're looking around and it's just, it's, it's, it's tough. And it's tough inside the building. I can tell you. The day's coming. So it's almost like, when do you want to rip off the Band-Aid? We all know when the Band-Aid's been there, and it's like, I don't want to rip this thing off because this thing's going to hurt like hell. Hell, it hurts, right? That Band-Aid, you know, God, the hair is stuck to it for days. I can't, God. But you're just going to rip it off, and when you rip it off, it hurts. But then the pain goes away. So the question is, when are you going to rip off the Band-Aid? The number is 833-625-2278. Enough of me. Back to you. The phone call is next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. And the underdogs, Oakland Athletics, win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. Chevron with Tecron has unbeatable engine cleaning power, and it gives you unbeatable mileage for all kinds of unbeatable destinations, like time in the sun at the beach, or time in the sun riding roller coasters, or a day in the sun hiking mountains. Well, probably just one mountain would be enough for a day, but hiking a mountain is still an unbeatable choice for how to spend time. Download the Chevron app now to get unbeatable mileage at locations near you. When Northern California businesses need some pop in their lineup, they call the bank rooted in the East Bay. Mechanics Bank. Since 1905, Mechanics Bank has been helping Bay Area and Northern California businesses find success and perform at the top of their game. See how they can make a difference in your business today. Call or stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. At Progressive, we know how much you love your recreational vehicles, so we decided to record this commercial in an RV. With a family on vacation. Mom, who are these people? Oh, that's Flo and Jamie. They're recording a commercial, sweetie. Don't they do that in the studio? Oh, normally. No. But we wanted to feature a family who bundled their home and RV and saved with Progressive. Um, yeah, it looks like you're all out of chips. Okay, I think we'll just drop you off at the next gas station. Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. But an issue for him. There's a fly ball to center chasing in Ruiz. Leads, dives, and catches it. Ruiz, who's begun to play a little shallower in center field for that specific reason. To take away the sinking line drive in front of him, that is out number two. And that was a sensational effort by Ruiz getting to that ball. This is A's Clubhouse. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. I'm sure the fireworks are going off, but we want to hear from you. 
Road Trip Mike. What is going on, Road Trip? Well, how's you doing tonight, Townie? It's Friday night. I'm trying to figure out how to turn this ship around. And I'm not a captain, and I, nor do I know how to sail. Well, I'm with you on that one. And I'll tell you what I saw in Seattle. I'm glad to see Bruce getting enough confidence to play shallower. Because those balls dropping in front of him were killing him. Who are they going to come after? Sam Mall. His stuff is so good. The only reason he gets hit is because it's a little dinker. They nickel and dime the guy to death. There's a lot of people talking about how good his stuff is. And the young pitchers, it was exciting to see them in the bullpen, lined up to work one right after the other um, to throw, just to throw or even just go through the motions and work with Scott and the bullpen guys and Mike all weekend or all, all week. So when you say rip off the Band-Aid, you know, I've been bleeding a minute here. I've lost all my, my, my boys. I got Pinder and, and Chappie and the rest of the guys. It's time that we brought up the second group and we made them the Chappies and the Oldies and the other guys. And that hurts me to say, because you know I got number love for all our veterans. Yeah, I think the analogy of the ba- of a Band-Aid is a good one. Yeah, it, it's tough. It's going to hurt. You hate to do it, but you know you got to do it. So it's always better to just do it now versus wait. The longer you, the longer you wait, the more it's going to hurt. Absolutely. And I'll tell you this. Have you been to Seattle to their uh, games there? Yes. You know, it's ranking up there with the best stadium in baseball with me right now. Their customer oh. service is great. Their food is best in baseball. No question. No, 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 no question. question. I, I, I'll always think of it as Safeco, but T-Mobile, there is no question that the food in Seattle, they have the biggest variety and the best quality food that I've ever had at a ballpark. No question. Yeah, and you're going to have to try. I, I tried this for the first time. Salmon chowder. Chowder. Yeah. Salmon chowder. Yeah, chowder. I've seen. I've never had. I mean, obviously, I'm a big clam chowder guy. Uh, yeah. I'll go lobster bisque. I have never done salmon chowder. You're giving a you're giving a good review on salmon chowder. Yes, I've never had it. And I said I'm going to try something different today, and it was incredible. I love. By the way, where the uh, hell are you? I uh, I'm in South Dakota. Where are you Where are you going to? Uh, well, I'm going to tell you a little story about last night's game, and then I will tell you exactly what's going on. Last night, right before um, Seth Brown went up to bat, I told him we had, we had a little talk, and I said, I'm going to see Chad Bender and Austin Allen. That's where I'm going now. And he touched his heart, and he said, uh, please tell him, you know, I'm with him and everything like that, and he hits a home run. That karma is something else. He does something nice for some young guys, some guys 
that he used to work with, and then he hits a home run. So where am I on my way? I'm on my way to Atlanta to see Chad Pender play with Gwinnett. Then the next day I will see uh, Austin Allen play at uh, Bull Durham Stadium. And then the next day after that it's Norfolk to see Chad Pender again. And then it's on to Miami to see our boy. Unbelievable. Thanks, Road Trip. You be safe. Give me a call. I sure will. Talk to you soon. That's a great road trip, Mike, that travels all over the country to see the Oakland Athletics. It doesn't matter. It can be Baltimore, Minnesota, New York. You heard that. He's going to be in Miami. It's unbelievable. We're going to go to that ultimate great fan who does everything and gives his heart and soul to this organization, to people that are even no longer in this organization, like Chad Pender, Austin Allen, just just does so much for A's and former A's players out of the goodness of his heart. We're going to go from that to Greg and Slow. Go ahead, Greg. Greg and Slow's in the house. What's cracking, Townie? <laughs> Doesn't get much better than that, brother. I, you know, I talk about a guy that's doing so much for people, and then now we go to you. <laughs> hey, I, I got to give Road Trip Mike a lot of credit. On, on the road trip, he can watch other teams because God knows he doesn't want to watch this garbage in the green and gold. There's no doubt about that. When he called me about going to, to see Baltimore and the A's, and he was calling me after going sailing in Chesapeake Bay, I was like, road trip Mike's living a pretty good he, – he's, he, he's, he, he's got a little family money behind him. Oh, that that dude's living the dream, man. Are you kidding I mean, me? He goes everywhere. He wherever the A's go, they show him on TV. I'm like, I mean, I mean, what? I've I've never asked him. I'm not going to ask him. But however, he made his cash. God bless him. The data doesn't lie. Yeah, well, Thank you, Emo. Yeah, I want I want some of road trip Mike's connections. That's what I want. Where's where's? I always thought Townie was my plug. I want road trip Mike's plug. Yeah, I work every day. This guy never works. He's on a road trip. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty unbelievable that's but you know what that that, that kind of speaks to ace fans uh, you know road trip mike is kind of ace fan in a nutshell man we're a special bunch you know when it's guys out in the right field banging on drums or road trip mics or i mean uh it's a it's a it's a motley crew when it comes to these ace fans no doubt about it motley crew motley lineup i mean jeez. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know. You, you know, Tony, I, I look back to the 91 finals when the Bulls finally got over the hump and beat the Lakers. And they interviewed Magic Johnson after the, uh, after the fifth game. It was, a, it was a gentleman's sweep 4-1. And he said, you know what? I can't even be mad because they're just better than us. And that's just got to be the A's attitude right now. And, and us as fans is we can't even be mad because every team is just better than us. It's not even being competitive, winning close games. I mean, we, we lose every way possible. We, we find new ways to lose. So you, you, you can't even be mad anymore. Um, it is sad, you know, the, the way it's all coming down. And, you know, I, I know the first caller mentioned the new stadium and, and, you know, the blueprints out for it. By the way, unbelievable. He's, he hit the nail on the head. It is a beautiful stadium. You got MGM Grand in the background. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to see, you know, Soderstrom and Geloff in a few years bouncing balls off the MGM Grand. I mean, that's, that's what I'm talking about, brother. So, <laughs> You know, you don't want to put the, the horse before the carriage. I get all that. But you know what? It, it's, I mean, you, you read what's going on. We all read what's going on. Clark County came with the money. I know we're still a little bit short, but 
that's the direction we're going. And the sooner that we can all kind of face that and understand that's where we're going, that's hope, Townie. One word, that is hope. And I know it's hard. I know it's going to be hard. And I know it's, I know it's frustrating. But the way this is coming down, it, it's, it's, you know, the, the, the way it, you kind of describe it, it's a bad divorce. And bad divorces end ugly. You know, bad divorces end in 20, 10 and 43 records. And, and it's, it, it is, it's, a, it's a tough pill to swallow. Um, but, but again, it's, what do you say? It's, it's, it is what it is. The facts are the facts. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? We, we can say all we want, but we're going to be at the Coliseum no matter what next year. I know, but, but, but you hear the rumors, you hear the rumors that, that, you know what, you know, maybe we go play in a minor league park, you know, not not next year. That may be, that may be 2025, but not next year. I know. Next I year, I, I think so too, and I wouldn't be mad. No, the this isn't. This isn't. This thing. isn't like. This isn't like. Ru- whatever rumors you're hearing are garbage. We're talking about the MLB <laughs> schedule. This is called the schedule. The flight. The flight plans. The flight tracking. The way they do everything is set. A's are playing in Oakland next year. And that's the way it should be. You know, I, the, the Coliseum deserves a swan song. It can't be something where they just pull the rug out and we're never there again. It can't, if, if this is the way it would go out, that would be terrible. So I'm not mad at that at all. I, I, th- I think the history of the Coliseum, the great teams that have played there, the, the legendary Hall of Fame players, I, I want a kind of a, you know, a, where they, a retirement tour, kind of where it's you know, obviously not a tour, but, but, but one more year. I, I think that's the way it's got to be. So, you know, that's, that doesn't bother me at all. I think that, you know, not only does a Coliseum and the A's fans deserve that, the locals deserve that. There's no doubt about that. So, you know, I just, that's the attitude I got to have. I mean, it's, again, you want to watch the young guys. We all know that. I think everything you're saying is spot on with, with these vets got to go. They're, they're, they're no good, you know, and it goes back to what I've always said, County. You can't, you can't keep expecting these guys to pull the rabbit out of the hat and to sign the Brandon Mosses and the Doolittles turned into pitchers and the Mark Canna Rule 5 gets just, it's really hard to strike, you know. It speaks to the greatness of the A's front office, but you can only scratch so many of those lottery tickets. And it's, it's not always going to work in your favor like that. So we're kind of seeing that now. And, and I want to see the young guys. I know, I know we all want to see the young guys. You know, again, he said, Bladet's not in the lineup today. And you know what I worry about, Tony, going back to kind of yesterday when they yanked Sears out to the fifth? That's a Mark Coste decision. I, I don't, there, there's no more of this front office and the Bob Melvin deal. And I know they all talk. I mean, how's Bob Melvin working out in San Diego, by the way? How's that looking? But you know what? It's, that's Coste's decision. And I really worry that, you know, with this dark cloud of how bad, historically bad, I'm not talking Oakland A's bad, I'm talking professional sports historically bad. That Kase is just not going to be able to, to to get passes. He he just I, I don't I don't know going forward what's going to happen. Obviously, but it, nobody none of us should be shocked if it's just clean slate, new start, new chapter, and and I just I, I you kind of worry that Kase is just in over his head a little bit. That's that's just kind of what I'm seeing, and I know he's pressing it. How can he not be? He can't push any buttons. There's no buttons to push, but you just kind of feel like it's you know it's one of those things where. You, you, you know, the, the, you cut the head of the snake off. That's how you see it in the NFL. You know, I mean, look at some of these NBA coaches that have been fired, Tony. Unbelievable. Monty Williams. I mean, coaches of the year, Buckholzer in Milwaukee. We're talking about guys that have won titles. You know, Kotze's got 10 wins in 53 games. How, how does he get past that? Yeah, I, I mean, you're all over the place. You're... 
you're kind of talking like the move is next year and everything changes next year, which if there is a move, it's not for years to come. Um, who it like, what are you going to do? Knowing the situation, what the situation is right now, and you just admit that Katze doesn't have any buttons to push. Where are you going to go from here from a managing standpoint that someone else is going to do something different? As of right now, just canning them. I'm not saying that, but I'm talking about future. That's what I'm saying. You're kind of all over the board. It's like future now, future now. It's like, it's like, it's like, you're kind of all over for me. It's kind of like, well, like I said, nothing's changing now. And, and thanks for the phone call, Greg. Everybody is like, I get it. See, part of the problem with this is that I've dealt with this before. It's, it's like a good and bad thing. I did this with the Raiders. So it's like I'm doing it again. And just like with the Raiders, decisions were made. Everybody was emotional. Everybody was angry. And then you start to realize, and we're not at that point yet. Like, nothing is totally official. There's nothing official. People are acting like stuff's official. Nothing's official yet. That's why I hate talking about this stuff, because you're talking about stuff you can't control. Nor are you talking about something that's official. But I'll tell you, using another team and another example from this area, Once it became official with the Raiders and everybody was so upset, rightfully so, but then all of a sudden after everybody was upset, you realized, oh boy, they're not leaving for a few years. And then that's when you had the countdown. Well, even when you thought that last year was the last year, oh no, it wasn't, it ended up being one more year. So you can, everybody can sit here and be angry and be this and be that and act like everything is going to change tomorrow. Nothing is changing anytime soon. We don't know the outcome of what's going to happen with Las Vegas. We don't. That's fact. I can only deal in facts. I'm not here to get your opinion on it. I'm not here to give you an opinion on it. I'm just going to give you facts. There is no done deal in Vegas right now. The A's will be playing in the Coliseum next year. The schedule is being finalized as we speak. There is no one. I mean, they do not change. The A's have a lease that has one year year left on it next year. And like I've talked with the great Mickey Morabito, I've talked. This thing's pretty much set, the schedule. Once all the teams are set, it's set. So those are facts. Other than that, everybody is given such. Don't tell me what you read on Twitter. Don't tell me what you hear on YouTube. Because I can go back to what happened with the Raiders, and there was plenty of opinion. There was plenty of outside experts, inside experts. I hear this. I hear that. My source says this. My source says that. There were so many people who got it wrong. 
And after they all get it wrong, by the way, they don't apologize. They just don't say anything and life goes on. So don't get caught up in it because nothing is finalized yet on anything. It's not. And it's tough for me to say it. It's tough for me, it's tough for me just to say it because it just it is what it is. But it's almost like I want to give you advice that it's, you know, some things are out of your control and if you're if you're listening to the noise, it's going to upset you a lot. But you have no control, and nothing is set yet. Nothing is set yet. And even when stuff gets set, nothing's changing for a while. That's my whole point of ripping off the Band-Aid. Like, if we know that this is what it's going to be like for the next, at least through next year. Let's see what the young guys can do because they're the future. And then you start to find out one of two things, whether they really are the future or they're not. If they're not, then you know, okay, we need to start keep going in different directions. Or maybe they are, but you don't know until you play them. And I wouldn't worry so much how many at-bats has he had? How many innings has he had in the minor leagues? What levels has he played at? At some point, man, you got to see these guys. Let's go. You're going to have to do it. I mean, I know I'm bringing it up, whatever the hell. The, what, I don't even know what the date is. Is it the 25th or 26th? What a, Robert, what's the date? It's the 26th. Memorial Day, first check mark is Monday. Something's going to have to happen. But let's not get into this. Well, rendering. Renderings are drawings. Anybody, see, this is the thing. Most people don't own businesses. I do. I've had multiple renderings of multiple things that they've never not, not happened. I mean, renderings are drawings. <laughs> I mean, they're not, I mean you guys are maybe that's the worst thing. The, one of the worst things about Twitter is that's where you guys get your information. It's where you get your news. And it's not always credible. It's not always accurate. People want to be the first. They want to be the first tweet. And they want to get out there. And there's a lot of stuff going on. And I know a, I know a bill has dropped tonight. Right? Some of you who are leaving the game, you may not know this. I mean, there's stuff that, yeah, is going on. There's a bill that is going to go in front of the Senate Finance Committee. Stuff's happening in Nevada, yes, but nothing's a done deal. Now, the thing about what we do, whether it's A's cast, A's radio network, the broadcast, post-game show, pre-game show, Talk show A's cast live. We got to cover the team. We can't ride the emotions. We can't ride that. Can't ride that roller coaster. That's out of our control. We cover the team. I know you guys are going to want to talk about it. I get it. I've lived it. Once again, lived it with the Raiders. But still, we're going to focus mostly on the team. But no matter what goes down long term, in the short term, this is what it is.
and it's not changing. We're playing at the Coliseum, and we're playing at the Coliseum next season. And even after that, until further notice, do you guys remember what happened with the Raiders? Oh, they're not going to play here. They're Alameda County, and Oakland's going to throw them out. Blah, 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 blah. No, the Raiders played here until they left. I lived it. How do I know? I was on the field for the games working the broadcast. I did two different final farewells. This is the final Raider game ever. And then the next year I did, this is the final Raider game ever. I did two of them. You're talking to someone who's done this, lived it, been there, done that. So I, I don't I don't believe that anything is a so my whole point is let's stop acting like things are changing tomorrow. Guess what? We got a game tomorrow against the Astros, and it's at the Coliseum. Guess what on Sunday? Game against the Astros, it's at the Coliseum. Memorial Day, Monday, guess what at the Coliseum? That's how it's going to go. 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. The doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver? Fearless, but sometimes fearful. A health nut with a French fry habit. An O-positive geologist named Patty, who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Now through June 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. And the pitch is swung on, hit the right field, hit deep. Whitefield going back at the track over his head and over the wall. Do you believe that? You're listening to A's Cast. And the lefty's first pitch is swung on and hit it deep, hit a ton, hit way back to left, and that is in the upper deck. Bombs away for Shea Langoliers. My goodness, he hit that ball a long way. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. The set on the pitch. Swing and a miss, and this game is over. And the A's losing streak has extended to nine in a row. 
Houston wins game one of the weekend series. The final is five to two. All right. <laughs> this turned fast, didn't it? The number, 833-625-2278. Before I go on another rant, let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Something that I do like, and even though in the past I've hated it, I hated the opener. Couldn't stand it. I'm like, what, what? You're going to pitch one guy to get three outs to then bring your starter in who normally has this routine, and then you're going to have this guy, and we still couldn't figure out, is he the bolt guy, the bridge guy, the whatever we call him? He was the starter, but now you got to call him something else. He's got to hopefully get it to deeper in the game and then more bullpen and and then everybody wanted to use it. Rays used it. Rays continue to use it. And some people did, like the Giants have used it. And, you know, it's mixed reviews. Everybody was going with it, and then it kind of just went away. Some people still played around with it. The Rays still play around with it. But recently the Rays, I mean, the Rays have a very good staff this year. It's only the reason why they're having, they're having a historic season themselves, just in a different way than the A's. But why the hell not, right? Let's see. Let's see what it does. I mean, ideally, if you could get two innings out of a guy, which I know is a lot, but, you know, okay, you get one. But if you could get two, I mean, just think about that. If I get – because we've been getting traditionally, you're getting five. Right? Five and dive. We have been – I mean, we've been less than five on this club. But five and dive. Well, if somebody came out and gave you two and you got five, that's seven. Now I just need eight and nine. Changes things. Do something, change up things. I don't care what it is. I don't care if you start looking at days where you say, you go three, you go two, you go two. I mean, however you get it done. Experiment. That's why I said the, 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 the fact that you're not running the same playbook. Why not? And earlier today was the Mark Kotze show on A's Cast Live that we rerun on A's Cast. And I asked him, what about Fuji? Because you've heard me say on this show, Fuji. Give me some Fuji as an opener. I mean, Fuji is another one of the guys that you sign that has not panned out. Veteran guys have not panned out. You spent, just think about it. Just think about this. You spent $7 million on May, $3 million on Rusinski, $3 million on Fuji. That's $13 million right there. When we talk about, hey, he's haven't spent any money. No, they're not spending any money. It's money, 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 payroll. 
13 million. What if you would have took 13 million and just got one pitcher who actually can pitch? I mean, that's kind of the problem. The kind of the problem isn't the, the, the actual payroll. The problem is the, the, the guys you've spent money on, six and a half on Aletmus Diaz, three million on Aggie, the money on Peterson. See what I'm saying? There's money that's been spent that it adds up that you could have taken that and more put more of it in one guy. Versus spread it all out. Seven here, six and a half here, three, three, three. Because all the guys you did that with, for some reason, have just not panned out. Hard. I mean, as a front office, you just got to be pulling your hair out. None of the guys have worked out that you signed. Well, that's when that thing called, that's why you draft. <laughs> That's why you have a draft. It's called the MLB Amateur Draft. It happens in July now. They allow you to have picks per round, and you get to pick guys that your scouts say could someday be good players and play in Major League Baseball. You get to pick guys. You get to pick them. You get to coach them you get to teach them you get to train them you get them to play the way you want them to play for them to come to the big leagues this is their time to shine show us the drafts show us what you produce for the minor league system that's what you need to see because the the hodgepodge hasn't hasn't you know the bully base of a soup is not working. Throwing in a bunch of ingredients and stirring it, and then you taste it, mm, doesn't taste good. The young kids got to – the guys that you drafted, that you believed in, got to start paying off. Your first rounders, your second rounders, your third rounders, your fourth rounders, your fifth rounders – Got to start seeing these guys pay off. It's nice when you can make a trade and a guy like Ruiz does it for you and you start to see some promise in a Rule 5 guy like Noda. You've had success like that, obviously, with some other players. But I want to see Oakland A's. I want to see guys that get drafted that I watch go through the system and that they show up and they're ballers, that they can play, and that everybody in baseball knows that they can play, and that when you know you're coming to play the A's, it's game on. Why? Because these A's, they're going to fight you like you know what, and they're going to play tough, and they're tough, and they're hard to beat, and it's a scrappy game, and they hustle, and they're fundamentally sound. They don't beat themselves. Their pitchers throw strikes. Their defense plays D. They run the bases the right way. They play Oakland A's baseball, and we draft them, and we train them, and we get them to play the way we want them to play. I don't need to go to all these other teams and pick guys out of their organization. I got my own guys. 
I don't, I don't have to rely on Rule 5 guys or guys have been shipped around to other organizations. Yeah, it's great to be able to pick up a Ruiz, but I can't be relying on I got to get my own guys. I got to get my guys. This is this next batch. This is the batch that's taking you in the future. There is going to, at some point, let's just say a window of 2027, 28, there's going to be a new ballpark. Who's playing in it? That's, that's what you need to know. And the job is to go find them. So right now, if you're telling me that the window is 2027, 2028, whatever, this year's wins, losses don't matter. It's finding guys for that when that when that window of opportunity arises, who can play in that stadium. That's unfortunately where we're at. But it's where we're at. You gotta recognize where you're at and deal with it. Well, this is where we're at. Who's playing in that stadium? That's what you're looking for. Robert, how many segments do we have left? All righty, let's hear uh, – let me get to some sound that hasn't been played yet. Let's get to Mark Kotze, the skipper, after this loss. I think uh, I think this is eight games in a row now with the, the offense scoring two or fewer runs. Uh, what are you seeing right now from the, the lineup? You know, when, when in hitting, it, it definitely can get contagious, and um, we just don't have enough guys in the lineup right now. We can't put consecutive at-bats together um, to build that momentum. Um, you know, positive is Browning got a breaking ball and, and hit a two-run homer tonight. Um, you know, Rook got a hit. Uh, you know, the few positives in that lineup. Um, you know, we look at, you know, Ruiz, another stolen base, getting on base in the first. Um, you know, the play Abreu makes in the first kind of changes changes that inning. Um, I thought Rook did a nice job of, of hitting it hard, and you know, Abreu snags it. So, you know, getting on the board early would have would have helped, I think. What was your view of the play in the third uh, with the kind of pop-up down the left field line that ended up falling? Yeah, so I, you know, my delay in getting in here was to look at both of those plays. And, you know, StatCast has both those balls as 80% hits probability. So for that to pop up, it, you know, it's, <laughs> you'd like to say they should be caught. But then if that's the percentage of, of a hit probability, it's a pretty difficult play to make. And, uh you know, it's perfect. The, the ball that hit the chalk line on Browning, it, it, it started out foul. It carves back. And, you know, in between three guys, that uh, it's perfectly placed. And the Bregman, you know, Papa was perfectly placed. I thought Cap did a good job of, you know, not giving Alvarez anything to hit. And if, you know, that ball's caught and left, then uh, the ball that, that hits the line is, is also caught. It could be a different outcome, and we could be in a two, two game, um, you know, with Brownie's homer. What do you see out of um, Caprillion today? It seemed like his slider was best friend today. His slider's been good, these three outings. It really has. Um, you know, I think, the, like I said, the, the walk to Alvarez was a good walk, so he only had one other walk, um, four strikeouts, but the, the line just, it, it just doesn't look good. And, uh, you know, you still have to make pitches. Um, you know, Jolks' line drive up the middle if it's, if it's a better located pitch. Uh, you know, maybe we get a result that's different than the base hit up the middle for two runs. So, um, but you know, he he competed, and uh, uh, again, you know, that that third inning, um, you know, it's it's a bit of bad luck in that inning. Yeah, the pen a good job for them it seems, and um, 
What is your hold of Adrian? Do you think he has the material to be a closer with this team? Uh, that's a a big statement in terms of being a closer. Um, I thought Adrian did a nice job tonight, coming off his last outing. Um, that you know he didn't have success in Seattle. Uh, I thought it was a good bounce back outing. Um, you know Adrian's in a hybrid role right now, and uh, you know we're we're going to look to discuss and and kind of define um, you know where we see him fit best right now. You had a really good way of finding the bright spots in the lineups. I feel like as time goes on, teams not winning. Has it been more difficult? Are those bright spots dimming? And how are you able to handle finding some of those bright spots despite a low start to the season? Well, this, this start can test your character for sure. And, uh, you know, if, if we sit here and, and, uh, and dwell on the negatives, um, you know, there's, there's little chance for us to, to turn this thing around, I think. And, uh, you know, focusing on the positives um, through this difficult time, um, you know, it, it, it's not fake because there are positives. And, uh, you know, the more we can, we can continue in that direction, the more we can build on those positives. Um, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's the right way to, to, to think um, and uh, instead, of, instead of the negative thought. Mark, did you, did you think that pass ball uh, had an effect on James, you know, with just popping out of Carlos's glove there and then, you know, the next, play, next batter gets a, a single there? Did you, did you think that had an effect on him at all? No, I, I, I don't. I don't. I think, um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that the ball gets away there uh, from Carlos. Um, but I, I don't think that the cap was negatively affected by, um, you know, the, the results of, of the ball's landing, whether, um, you know, uh, he felt they should be caught or if we, sh we felt they should be caught. Um, it's, it's a grind right now. And, uh, and, you know, every, like I said before the game, every pitch, every at bat, and every inning matter. And tonight, the uh, third inning really, really cost us a game. Yeah, that's uh, two straight games with the home run for Seth Brown. Um, and you know, it looks like you're kind of solidifying the top four of your lineup with those with those guys. Do you feel like you could, you know, be part of this turnaround, this offensive turnaround, and you know, just given all this production he had last year for you guys? Yeah, I think you know, it's unfortunate that Seth missed. Uh, I think four plus weeks with with the intercostal injury. Um, you know, he's only th went three games back. Um, and, uh, and, you know, you've seen a result that, that we know is there from Seth. And uh, it was great to see, that, you know, him hit a curveball the night that was up and, and hit it out of the ballpark. Yeah, uh, tomorrow who is starting? Uh, Harris is starting? Uh, we're going to go discuss that right now. Okay. Sorry. Nice All right. Thanks. Yep. I think we're going to see the opener tomorrow. All right. Yeah, good for Seth Brown. We've talked about Seth being a big part of this team. This is a this was a huge year for his career. You know, if he could have a, a large amount of home runs, what it would mean financially, hopefully for him and his family. And because the odds are that you know he will be moved at some point. And go somewhere, and then next thing you know, as he's getting up there, I mean, he's still Seth Brown doesn't have a lot of time in baseball, even though you know he's come through the system, but he hasn't he hasn't played in a ton of games. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. I mean, he is not. God, when is he arbitration eligible after next year? 
I don't think he's a free agent until 20, 26 or 27, but, you know, starting to hit some bombs, you know, money starts to come. And you start making money in arbitration and somebody can give you a contract where they can, where you don't hit arbitration for a few years. So some things can happen, but that's what we were hoping for Seth. Well, problem was he got hurt and hurt his oblique. But maybe now that he's back and he's healthy, start hitting some bunches and here you go. That's why I see Seth Brown as not somebody right now I wouldn't be anxious to unload. You do want to have a veteran or two. Not nine out of 13, but a veteran or two to be with these kids. Seth Brown is definitely the type of guy that could lead that could lead a young group of men and say, all right, boys, let's go get them. There is something to be said. What do you have to lose with a bunch of young guys who just come to play and they don't know any better? Some people think, oh, they'll just get it handed to them every night. Maybe. But at some point, they start to learn, they start to become fearless, and they start to believe. And they got nothing to lose. Guys like that can be tough to beat once they gain confidence, right? Young, dynamic athletes, because that's something that the A's have in the system. Young, dynamic athletes. And you give them confidence, they can be tough to beat. We're going to see it at some point. It's just, when do you want to rip off the Band-Aid? And I know I've used that a few times tonight, but that might be the uh, analogy that we all understand and what we use going forward. When are you going to rip the Band-Aid off? All righty. we got a ball game tomorrow. We'll get you ready for that. And we'll also hear from James Caprillion next, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. We are right in the middle of major season on the PGA Tour. Hey, those guys are good, but it won't stop you from having a great golf outing at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Just a short drive south of fast-paced Silicon Valley, the 27 holes of championship golf will give you and your friends a full day of enjoyment, plus a great 19th hole experience awaits at the grill. Not only golf, but Cinnabar Hills is ready to provide a first-class experience for any event. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com, CinnabarHills.com. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. 
Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Now through June 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. And the underdog Oakland Athletics win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. Baseball season is officially here, and there's no better time to build your collection of Topps trading cards. Topps packs feature everything from top stars, rookies, game-used memorabilia, and autographs from players around the league, as well as special inserts and surprises. Visit your local hobby shop, retailers, and Topps.com to collect the first product of the season, Topps Series 1 Baseball. Follow at Topps on social media to join the conversation and start sharing your collection today. Join First United Credit Union as they root on the A's to victory. First United Credit Union believes in being a good neighbor and supporting our local teams and local community. And for a limited time, you can earn $100 when you open a free checking account and use it. Use promo code ATHLETICS when you apply. Learn more at firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch. Insured by NCUA. Whether it's a midweek trip to the ballpark to catch a game or a weekend of baseball for the family, grab your tickets for an A's game this season. Secure your seats today for all the biggest matchups, fireworks, drone shows, giveaways, and more. Don't miss out on all the things happening this season. Rose and Seth. It's a drive into center. It's deep, and Straw is back at the track. He will turn and watch it fly. Tickets are only $10, so grab yours now at athletics.com slash tickets. That's athletics.com slash tickets. This is Chris Towns, and there are two things that are a must for me, comfort and style. Whether I'm playing golf, going to dinner, I've got to have the right feel. That's why I've partnered with Link Soul, and you're going to love Link Soul. They have just released their new spring line, new fabrics for their polos, lightweight and perfect for technical performance. Link Soul also has new styles for their layers and hoodies with cool prints and seasonal colors. You know what they say in the big leagues, look good, play good. Go to LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.com. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go, shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Brown tonight has walked one batter. He's had excellent command. And the next delivery from the right, he's hit high in the air to right. Tucker is back to the track at the wall. Gone! Seth Brown connects on Hunter Brown and brings the A's to life. They now trail at 5-2. His second home run in as many games. 
This is A's Clubhouse. Robert in Portland, you are on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, Tony, uh, on uh, July 20th, 1979, they, the A's went to the Yankee Stadium and they uh, beat Tommy John with Brian Kingman's first win as an A's, uh, five to one. And their lineup, leadoff was Ricky Henderson, uh, Dave Chalk, Mike Heath, Jeff Newman, Jim Essien, uh, then Tony Armas, Mitchell Page, Rob Piccolo. They all hit pretty well that game, and they beat Tommy John 5-1. to one. Of course, the Yankees were defending world champions, but that was uh, their only win against the Yankees and one of their 54 wins for the year with that, with that array of players. I remember those guys when they brought Page and Armas over from Pittsburgh. I think Armas came from Pittsburgh. Anyway, everybody that's been an A's fan for a long time, they remember that wonderful year, 54 wins. This club, if you really look at the lineup, it's much worse than that lineup. It it, it really is. And, you know, it it is, you know, it's a perfect storm. and Brian Kingman actually pitched pretty good. And when Billy Ball started, I think the year after, uh, he was amongst those guys that, you know, were used up, as they say, by by uh, Billy. But he um, he got his first couple of starts that year, and he beat the Yankees for his first win in Yankee Stadium. How do you like that? Well, if you're going to get a first win, not a bad spot. No. But what I'm trying to say is, you know, this we've got 10 wins, and um, we've got to get 44 more to, uh, you know, at least match that wonderful year. But at least it's, it's a goal, you know, and you can win 44 in the next four months. Do you, do, do, do think, you remember Jim Mora? Of course. And he was the head, head coach of the Indianapolis Colts? God, yes. Remember, he goes, playoffs? Playoffs? You're talking <laughs> about playoffs? I just hope we can win another game. I feel like Jim Moore right now. 44? You want to win 44 more games? <laughs> well, I just want to win another games, game. You win those games, you know, in a tough year. I, even Detroit a couple of years ago when they, were, they won 43 games, you know, whatever it was. Yeah, you know, forty-three and one hundred nineteen. Um, they had some. They had Bowerman, a couple other guys that were good young pitchers, and they, yeah, you know, they had better starters than we have right now. I think that's the difference. We have one win. And one. Who who's the only guy that got a win as a starter? I already forgot. Who, who's the one that won a game? A oh, is it Waldacek was the one starter got a win. Yeah, uh, Muller. Muller got one. Waldachek got one. I, I, you know, it's just so depressing. I. But I, I, I think Conte, you know, Muller's got I think, one. Yep, that's yeah. right. Muller's got one. I think Waldachek's got one too. But I think what, you know, Conte faces is yeah, Waldachek's got one. A, a couple of these vets that we have, 
you know, I think they want to go bye-bye. I think they really do. I don't think they want to be here much longer. I don't, I, I'm not saying that they quit. I'm just saying that that edge that they had, like Kemp played really well against Seattle last year. He looks like, you know what, now. Um, I think Tony could be a real addition to certain teams because other clubs know he's, he's, you know, he's quite valuable as a utility man. So I look for him not to bring much back, but I, I don't think Tony wants to be here anymore. And I, I also feel that, you know, there's a couple you're of you're assuming, here. you're assuming there's people that are going to pick him up or want to trade for him. Well, they're not going to give up much, but they're going to give up something that Dave can, you know, scout. It might be a long-range prospect, but, you know, it, it, it'll be something. It, it might even be player to be named later, you know. But Kemp, indeed, can steal bases, play various positions. But the other guys... I don't know what you're going to get. Brown is different. If he's hot, like you, you know, and I both know, he can get hot. Some team that's hanging in there that wants to, uh, you know, the Angels could use him. He's the kind of guy that, you know, could get him a lot of big hits and maybe get the Angels and Otani into the playoffs late this year. And, uh, because I think he'd be happy down there, and I think he'd, uh, you know, always face righties, and you know, you, you know, he's the kind of guy that you you, you back him up to, uh, you know, with a Tommy in the lineup batting fifth or sixth, you know, he, um, you know, with, with Trout and uh, Redmond hitting from the right side, he's the kind of guy that could uh, could help the Angels. Yeah, I think it helped a lot of people. I I, yeah. I I I could see him staying though. I could see Brown oh, being yeah. the one guy staying and being with the young guys. Yep, yep. I too I could see that. But I do I do right now think that uh, you got to try anything to get these starters. I'm not afraid to get on that mound every fifth day. And one of them's going to start getting a little bit hot. It might be Sears. But I had to bring up Brian Kingman to you because, you know, he, of course he lost a ton of games the following year. Um, but, but you know, he was um, – he was uh, he beat the Yankees, the world champions, May 20th uh, – July 20th, 1979. 44 wins away, right? Yeah, well, you, you, don't you think that's a, some kind of a goal this year in this debacle? What do you think? I, I don't think they can get there. <laughs> I mean, so when are they going to when are they going to call up my prediction Geloff and some of these other guys on the fifteenth of next I, month? I, I don't know, but they're going to have to. But right now, I mean, you're ten and forty three. You're on pace you for you're on you're on pace for one hundred and thirty losses. I just think they're going to hold off till that fifteenth of June. That oh there's gosh. a med. Yeah, I think that's the day they can bring up some of these guys for the first time, you know, with the uh, number of options they have and all that stuff. They have three-year control once they bring them up first time. I think that's the rule. So maybe Coach out there knows more. I don't know. 
All right. But, uh, we'll talk to you. I got to get I got to get to one more interview. Appreciate the phone call. Let's hear from James Caprillion. Well, first let me give you a little little some nuggy nugs on uh James Caprillion has tossed 7 innings or fewer in each of his 6 starts this year and has now pitched 7 innings or fewer in all 53 of his career starts. That is the longest streak of consecutive starts of seven inning of seven innings or fewer in Oakland A's history. He's battling for his career. There's no question about it. But I, I it's hard to say. Even though you say, well, there's a you know there's a tick or two off his fastball. He's looked like a better pitcher. He's looked more in control. He's looked like he's had more confidence. And unfortunately, though, not a whole lot happened behind him, runs or defense. And he gets the loss. Here is James Caprellian after the game. It was all right. Um, it wasn't enough for us tonight, which is disappointing. Um, we kind of on a big losing skid right here, and I wanted to, you know, really be the force that kind of took the ball today and and was able to, you know, lead us out of this loss, uh, this loss skid that we got going, and you know, help these guys around me and just turn this thing around. And um, yeah, some. Some soft contact, which is, you know, that's what you want. I don't know what the average X feel was tonight. They had a couple good swings on me, but um, I felt pretty good out there and um, just didn't go my way. And that's uh, just how it goes. Would you say there was anything specifically different on your end, um, obviously just having to face that lineup uh, tonight compared to the outing in Houston? Nothing really different. Um, <clears throat> I feel like I executed pitches. Um, you know, I feel like my slider was sharp last time I faced him, and it felt like it was sharp tonight. Um, yeah. So, like your mechanics and everything, where you want to be and everything, just coming back. Yeah, you, I think everything's kind of. I think everything's kind of uh, starting to to get to where you know want it to be. The walks are obviously um, shrinking a little bit, and, and the strikeouts are still there, which is good. Obviously, not as many tonight, but. Um, Things are on time, and, and, and the, uh, the in-game adjustments are happening faster, which is more important. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I think we're getting closer, which is good. It's exciting. I'm just going to ask, how have you felt about your three starts here since you've been back? You know, I feel like I've, uh, I feel like I've done an okay job, um, you know, trying to put the team in a position to win, which is the most important thing. Um, you know, hopefully I get a... You know, just trying to get the ball in five days, so I'm just going to try and continue to do what I can and um, hope I get another opportunity. How much just overall is this kind of first two months testing the group in here, do you think? This is a challenge. I mean, this I don't. This is tough. Um, I've never gone through something like this. I don't think anyone has. Um, we're, we're historically losing games right now, unfortunately. Um, but we're not really going to let that. Um, we're not going to let that steer us. Uh, you know, I think we have the ability to to show up every day, um, have positive attitude, positive attitude, uh, try and be a good teammate, and, and continue to help the guys around us, and, and continue to try and get better every day. Um, I think if we do that, you know, games are going to start going our way. It's a long season. We still have four months of this, so <clears throat> I don't think anyone's extremely panicked, but uh, we just need to continue to, you know, try and improve, trying to get better and, um, you know, 
be good teammates to one another. Kat said it was not difficult to fake, but there are, there are positives going on. Have you noticed that the positives are kind of still being talked about and you're able to kind of stay even keel despite the losing? Uh, you, yeah, we, we have to. I mean, you, you have to find the positives every day. Um, or it's, it's too easy. It's too easy to just feed into the negatives in this game. Um, if you can find the positives and, and, and you know, continue to, to, to reference those things and, and recognize it, um, it puts the team in the right direction as opposed to, you know, going down that path of negativity and, um, you know, seeing what every, everybody's saying about us. Um, really, it's about the, the 26 guys in this clubhouse and, and keeping that positivity and continuing to just feed off of that kind of energy. Going positive, I like it. He's throwing the ball better. Now, I agree with some of that, and I don't. You know, people are saying stuff because that's their job. And you're at a record pace for losses. And I've been saying this, this show, Ace Cast Live, Everybody's trying to pin it on the Oakland A's. Really, it's it's, it's on the guys in uniform. I said earlier today, I'll say it again. I, I'm not taking any at-bats. You're not pitching. No one's playing. It's these guys. We don't have baseball reference pages or the old school back of the baseball card. This is going on their back of the baseball card. This is going on their baseball reference page. At some point, ownership, like, man, we are bad. Boys, turn it around. I mean, I can sit here and say rip off the Band-Aid and go young, but, you know, while these guys are still here, you know, I don't agree with Robert in Portland. I kind of know things. From a standpoint of some players in the past, they've tried to move. Nobody wanted them. There's certain guys that, that they have tried to move, and there were no takers. So who's to say that guys are struggling? I mean, who's going to sit out there and say, yeah, I want a guy hitting 160. I want a guy hitting 200. And I would give anything up for that. I just wait for these guys to get DFA'd. I mean, if you got a phone call right now as a GM and the guy on the other line has a record of 10 and 43 and has guys that he wants to move and you know their numbers aren't very good, are you really going to give anything up? You might dabble a lower-level player you don't care about, but, I mean, yeah, I don't think there's a whole much out there for some of these guys. And that's what's tough. But, you know, from a losing standpoint, yeah, I, I agree with Cap. He needs to be in a positive mind frame, and I like that about him. But there also needs to be a little bit of accountability from some of these guys in the clubhouse and look at themselves in the mirror. Joe in Monterey out of nowhere. What's going on tonight, Joe? Nah. Hey, Tanya, you know what I'd say? Great minds think alike, but I don't have a great mind. But I'm with you. 
they should DFA these guys. They they really really don't have any trade value. You're not gonna get you're not gonna get much for them. So DFA them, bring up the young kids, and start playing these guys. I mean, and accountability. I I think Seth Brown should have had that ball. I think Kate said it was eighty percent uh, hit on Statcast, and I and after he said that, I rewound it because I taped the game, and I said that's not eighty percent. That ball should have been caught. You know, um, and then um, the, the excuse they made about um, Perez being crossed up, to me it just looked like he wasn't concentrating on that. And and the ball just hit his glove and went back there. And that was that was just three runs right there. That that inning should have ended at 2 nothing. It's just, man, it's just so frustrating. Last night, you know, with, uh, with Sears only throwing 59 pitches and coming out of the game, Man, it, it, I, I don't know. I just question some of some of the things that Kate is doing. It, it's really frustrating, and I don't know if the, the pressure or I, I don't know. But uh, man, it's nine in a row. You 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 found every way to lose, every way to lose, and that yeah, and, and, is uh, and that and that is brutal. You found every way to lose. And, 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 I, and, and I gotta tell you, no matter how experienced you are, how inexperienced you are, however you look at it, when you are somebody that's gotta talk to the media before and after every game and it's after a loss, that's not that I mean, after a while, I mean, you've got to come up with answers. That's brutal. And and another thing, I think Bleday needs to be playing every day in left field. If not, you know, I mean, he's he's not hitting like he was in the beginning, but just for the defense, you know, just for the defense that he plays out there, you know. No, he needs to play every day to figure out if he can play every day. True, true that. But, I mean, there comes to a point where they got to quit uh, mixing and matching these players and just saying, hey, you know what, you're going to play. Lefty's going, okay. Righty's going, okay, but you're still going to play. And we're going to see if you can hit lefties, or we're going to see if you can hit righties and, 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 and make a decision on them. And then, like you say, though, are we, are, what do, are we going to wait two more months? Are we going to watch this for two more months? Um, and some of these guys, like like say, the, the veterans, they they went after you. You, you said the money, like $3 million here, $7 million here. And all of them, I said, man, not one of them has panned out. Now, one of them has been like, well, you know, he's played okay. They've, they've pretty much all played bad. That is true. The guys they actually you know, went like, out and they gave money to, even though they weren't giving out a whole lot of money, the guys that they gave money to as a group have all not delivered. And like you said, you could have taken that – 13, 13, 14 million and got you a solid uh, starter, a solid position player. It's like, do you want four quarter pounders? Do you want a big old giant ribeye steak? I mean, I don't know. It's, they, they, they whiffed and I don't know who, I don't know who, you know, who do we put the blame on for that? I mean, you know, is, is, you know, I don't know, but it, it's, it's going to be rough. And in 44 wins, I think, I think we're going to see anywhere from 40 to 50 wins this year total 44 to get to that 54. I don't see that. I don't see that at all. 
Well, this will just, this will just, this will, I mean, just right here, this, this, this will make you, Alemis Diaz is making 7 mil 250 this year. <laughs> 7 million wow. 250,000. Jace Peterson's making 4,750,000. Manny Pena, who's not even playing, is making four. Trevor May's making wow. seven. Tony Kemp's making 3.7. Ramon Laureano's making 3.5. Shintaro, 3,250,000. Jesus Aguilar, 3 million. And Drew Rosensky, 3 million. Every one of those players. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's nine players making money have all not been good. Yeah. I mean, you sign nine players like that. I mean, you get two or three that are going to, like, live up to expectations, but for to have nine whiffs is like, wow. Nine you know? whiffs. It's hard to believe. And everybody's talking about oh, Vegas, this, and that. You know, I'm with you. I'm I'm looking at 2023 and 2024, you know. 2027 is four years down the line. I'm not concerned about that. And a lot of, a lot of things I mean, can happen sir, down then. I mean, I mean that, that's, that's the thing that – People are going to realize, not quickly because there's still a way to go here, but what's going to happen is is there will be decisions made. Stuff will finally happen. I don't know what's going to happen, but once stuff finally happens and then everybody looks around and goes, okay, now what? Well, the now (laughs) what is nothing's happening for years. Nobody, nobody's moving or doing anything for years. That's a yeah. reality. Yep. All right, so, Johnny, well, we'll say, uh, some of my friends call me, I'm a big OU fan. I follow softball, baseball, football, basketball. A lot of my friends are asking me, hey, what's going to happen first? Is OU softball women going to lose a game or are the A's going to win a game? Because they're on a 47-game winning streak right now. Uh, I'm not betting against OU. Yeah, that's what I said. You know what? I go, I don't know. And then I get it. And then, of course, after the A's losing last night, I go, well, we're going to have to see tomorrow. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, it's going to be rough. Like I say, though, I think think we're going to see between 40 and 50. So, all right. You have a good night. All righty. By the way, Robert, check see any uh, social media out there by the A's. See if they've named a starter for tomorrow or if we're just going to have to figure that out tomorrow. All righty, let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by, by Mechanics Bank. Cubs have really fallen off. Reds beat them 9-zip. Cubs were once 500. Hey, are they going to be better than people thought? Nope, they're 28. They're 22 and 28. The rematch of the 2020 COVID World Series. Between the Dodgers and the Rays, round one goes to the Rays 9-3 to over the Dodgers. That's a good series. White Sox beat the Tigers 12-3. to Rangers all over the Orioles. Every single time you look up, you think, oh, are the Rangers going to be in trouble? Oh, they keep winning. Corey Seager, a grand slam in that one. 
Padres get the win in the Bronx. Tatis goes yard. Soto goes yard. Bob Melvin and the Pods 5-1 to one over the Yanks. Guardians over the Cardinals 4-3. to three. Phillies beat the Braves 6-4. to four. Craig Kimbrell, career save number 400. Nationals down the Royals 12-10. Nationals, eight guys go to the plate in the sixth. That's the big one for them. Bo Bichette, a two-run dinger, his 10th. And it was Toronto 3, the Twins 1. San Francisco Giants, Jesus. 15 to 1 over the Brew Crew. They went into Milwaukee and they were eating sausages. They were drinking Miller. They were doing everything they wanted. 15 runs on 19 hits. Giants are now 26 and 25. Mets beat the Rockies 5 to 2. Marlins over the Halos 6 to 2. Angels are 28 and 24. And it was the Red Sox over the D-backs 7 to 2. Pirates beat the Mariners 11 to 6. Andrew McCutcheon home run number 8. What's on deck? Presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. Did you find anything, Robert? So you want me to promote TBD? Framber, Framber Valdez against TBD tomorrow? Framber Valdez is 4-4 four and four with a 2.45 ERA. TBD, good news, has no record and no ERA. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> TBD, baby, you have no idea. We don't know. I think it's going to be an opener. I think it's going to be an opener. And I'm fine with that, even though for years I told you I hated the opener. Hey, we have to adjust. I'm willing to adjust. We all have to be willing to adjust. What can it hurt? You're 10 and 43. Try something different. 107 first pitch, 1230. A's total access. 25? Was this the 45-minute pregame? Wow. 12.25 A's Total Access brought to you by Chevron. Ken Korak will be back. We'll talk to World Series champion and reliever for the Astros, Ryan Stanek. And we'll go around the minors and do so much more. 12.25 A's Total Access first pitch from the Coliseum. Game two of the three-game set between the Astros and the A's at 107. A's with the loss to the Astros tonight. A rough one, 5-2, to two, but they'll be back at it tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your Friday, Friday evening, and we'll see everybody tomorrow right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.